Hello! Yo. I'm gonna be honest, I just watched the episode, and it's gonna be hard to not immediately start talking about I mean, it. We can change up the order. We don't, we can we don't have go a with, ton uh, in news first. of the week anyway, so that's fine. Alright, we might might do that. Okay. I think it sounds like we're going straight to boys talk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I literally okay. watched the episode. I finished it ten minutes ago. So. Oh, hey, cool. Yep. All right. I was kind of wondering if you were gonna be able to get through it. Yeah. Should we like start the intro first and then just dive in? Uh-huh. We don't have to tell people what this is. They, <laughs> they already know what it is. Y'all motherfuckers already know <laughs> what it is. All right. Um. Um. Okay. Here we go. What's up, shitbirds? Welcome to episode 116 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. On the podcast today, we have a man overflowing with Chad energy, Ryan Holtz. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not even going to dispute it. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I I can't deny. uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Also on the podcast, we have one folly boy, Andrew Clark. <laughs> you re- you realize boy. that the only other things other than Chad's are more more negative. I so I don't know. I'm uh, I I could be a Brad. I could be an offshoot of. Either I don't or. think you want to be a Brad though. Yeah, that's very well, negative. No, I don't. I don't want to be. Chad but. is already a negative, but like Brad is like. Brad makes Chad look like David or whatever. <laughs> is is Chad a negative? Because Chad is a little virgin, negative. It, mm. Virgins are also definitely negative. I, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chad, there's, Chad there's... can be both. I feel like it's it's a more neutral, but still slightly negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Virgin and Brad and shit like that. Those are all like super just yeah. only negative. <laughs> there is. Is there no... an offshoot of like I? I don't know. Is there one that's just strictly positive, or are all people bad in some yes. way? Yes, all people are bad when you're classifying them as like alpha or beta energy. Like, <laughs> which are already if that's your dichotomy, planes. then yeah, everyone's gonna be bad. That being said, I'm Lucas DeWriter, a man with only positive things, and this is the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, a podcast where we're going to talk about the boys, and if we seem a little off-kilter, it's because we're doing this on October 10th, a Saturday, changing it up. 10-10. Ten, ten. 10 plus 10 equals 20. That's how many seasons this podcast is going to run for. So many seasons. Dude, we're going to dominate the podcast syndication market. Yeah. Mm. Fingers crossed. Uh, So we're jumping right into it. The finale of season two of The Boys. Um, Ryan, you saw it most recently. What what is your reaction? Shit was lit. Yeah. That was was probably the best episode of the show for me. Oh, Oh, my God. All the storylines came together in such a good way and i was really nervous that they were gonna really like kind of stumble on the landing but no they fucking they nailed it i was i was i had so much fun god for like for me season one was like so rock solid just like so consistent and really good season two had its ups and downs for Mm -hmm. me yeah there were a couple of episodes i was like not very high on but yeah this finale was really good i think the (laughs) exactly i yeah, I, I definitely think season two set up a lot of its beats more than season one, where season one, yeah, definitely a running narrative, but everything, 
every, everything kind of finished on a beat within the course of a single episode. But yeah, um, and I think one of the things that uh, made this episode so good was we called it Stormfront Super Dead. I don't know if well, she's dead. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think it matters. I think she's irrelevant, like, even if she's not dead dead. Okay. Um, I mean, they, they said that, like, she'll, she'll be dealt with and punished, and she clearly wasn't dead dead. And, like, lasers can cauterize in this universe and shit, so, like... Yeah, she I'm not, not positive bleeding she's out. Dead. She was just she was just fucked I'm, up. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent positive that she's alive either. But like to me, it seems like e- even if she's not dead, she's irrelevant to the story. So she's she is dead. Dead to that us. Sort of exactly. So that was I nailed that and nailed that Black Noir was still alive. Yeah, I said that. I was like, "There's no way that he's dead." They would have shown it. Well, I mean, they would they would have killed him. He's a vegetable. He might be, it's hard to tell though. He's not. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to tell. I think they left <laughs> yeah. that too open ended to, to be like, yeah, no. And, and Black Noir, this like beloved, like goofy comic relief guy, is uh, is gone, and we're not even going to talk about it. So, yeah, that was cool. And the fucking god, damn it! Did they nail the girl power scene? Uh, oh, that I was, was that was the laughing the entire time with <laughs> that was glee. the best moment of television that I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> it was just... so perfect, and oh my god, did they set it up with the like the really Girl. cheesy, shitty girls get it done scene yeah. earlier to just and... rip the fuck out of Marvel and then immediately like just nail it like perfectly. I was yeah. I was legitimately like had kind of forgotten that Maeve had seen that video. I should have absolutely seen it coming mm. when Maeve looked at it and was just like, fuck me, Stormfront's a literal Nazi? Like, I should have been like, oh, Maeve's coming, here we go. But I wasn't. And then I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, Butcher's going to have an RPG or something and distract her and Deus Ex Machina no, that way. she just got fucking curb stomped <laughs> over and over again. That was watching a bunch of, like, superhero girls, like, beat the fuck yeah. out of a Nazi mm. Watching the, mo- the most lethargic thing I've seen in years. Watching an immigrant, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> wa- watching an immigrant, a sexual assault survivor, and a bisexual woman just literally curb stomping a Nazi. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Oh, that's, that's gonna be good. so hard. I mean, <laughs> other other than like, okay, so the stomping on her on the ground was really good. I think maybe even better than that was just the triangle that they set up. Yeah. Of, Punching her in the face and knocking her into someone else who would just, again, punch her in the face and knock her. And, and it just around and around it went. That was so good. Oh, no, it was, Frenchie's, it was Frenchie's line of, girls really do get it done, yeah. was so fucking good. It was, it, it was definitely, like, just the perfect, like, the minute that the, the voice off screen started talking, you were just like, oh, my God, here we go. And, like... Mm-hmm. And, and as God is my witness, yeah. that Nazi is broken in half. <laughs> and we've seen Maeve. Like Maeve will fuck people up. Mm. Like Maeve, Maeve is ridiculous. So the minute it was Maeve, I felt so safe and secure. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> like, like when it was Starlight and Kimiko, I was like, yeah, they're mm. good. But like we've seen them get their ass kicked. We have never seen Maeve get their ass kicked. So mm. like. When Maeve showed up, I was like, oh, oh, it's over. Like, it, it is all over. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That was my favorite shit. I, I was laughing like a maniac with just unbridled joy. Just like, 
Fuck me. And her whole, like, white genocide comment earlier oh, just made like, it so much sweeter. God, like, what, 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 the line... Re, hmm, the line... No, people like what I have to say. They just don't like the word Nazi. That was... Yep. Mm-hmm. And then literally, like, trying to explain to a child that, like, those people, like, bad people are trying to kill us because of the color of our skin, which is just the perfect encapsulation of, like, the victimhood mentality of white supremacists, where it's like, you're in the majority, but because of your own fear and, like, uh, fucking, god damn it, like, uncertainty about mm-hmm. yourself... You, you you project onto these people that you want to eliminate. Like, she, she even made an allusion to the final solution thing. So, uh, that they're the ones coming to get you, and you have to preemptively get them. Like, oh my god, so my, perfect. My favorite term, or I, maybe I should say my least favorite term. But <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. I think that the best way that they phrased it was when she said it's called white genocide yeah and it's like if you were really the victims you would just call it genocide <laughs> you wouldn't have to put the qualifier of white at the end. yeah exactly and and homelander's fucking face when she <laughs> dived dove into like, it he was uh... like because it was like in the moment where he was he was like genuinely trying to be a good dad like it, like i said there's like that part of him that is definitely, like, has feelings for his son and, like, wants to be a human being. He's just way too fucked up to do it. Right. So he was still kind of in that, like, dad mode. And, like... <laughs> he's like, I, she I don't She starts know saying about that this. shit and he's like, mm, no, I mean, I don't know about that. Like, And it's still, home, uh, it's still Homelander's just whole a lot of who he is as a character can just be described as an incel. And it's like, oh, no, I'm super down with, like, the validation and me by default because I'm white having value. But now you're getting yeah. to the genocide stuff, and I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about mm-hmm. all the... Oh, so you a Nazi Nazi. Well, mm. <laughs> you might, might be reconsidering a little bit here. Um... Someone said he was doing the crazy versus hot calculus in his head in that moment. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, I, think, I think that YouTube video is now problematic, but that was a really... Yeah. <laughs> um, That's too good. I, uh, so, like, the little bit of insight we got into Edgar's character this episode yeah, was, was, like, good. kind mm. of... Well, you know, racism is a thing, so I guess I'm just going to be way into capitalism, and... Okay? It's so perfect. It perfectly encapsulated... Mm -hmm. Encapsulates why, like... Like, cap... The problem with, like, these corporations isn't that they're being immoral. The problem is, is that the motivations are completely wrong in the system that they're set up in. Like, Mm -hmm. their motivation is literally to do that because that's the only thing they can do. Like, there's not an option. Mm -hmm. They can't take the high road. Like, you are forced into these immoral actions. So that was just, like, the perfect, like, yeah, like... Take quote unquote taking the high road is is a white man's luxury. Like I can't physically do that. Like I and I can't be a raving lunatic either because that is also like the luxury of someone who's in a position of privilege. Like ah, oh, so fucking good. He's such the he's like the perfect like chaotic evil that the show or like not chaotic actually like the like orderly evil mm. that we need a lawful so, yeah, the, the yeah. lawful the lawful evil yeah lawful evil yeah sorry yeah i forgot the term i know and jean carlo esposito is definitely the the best actor to portray the calm lawful evil and like maybe he only has one character that he can do but he does I'm, it very well who cares <laughs> yeah like yeah. that's it's the perfect character everyone yeah. loves his character <laughs> 
and and, it, and it, it, like people use archetypes anyway so like mm-hmm. what's the point like if you need the archetype of like the very organized orderly bad guy like then he, perfect he plays that character like perfectly so knocks it out of the park every time yeah seriously oh my god dude and the fucking head exploder mm. it's it was yeah. newman it was Luke, the aoc Luke. knockoff oh <laughs> my lucas god. called it you called it man did lucas um, really bring that up last time oh shit uh, yeah he did he's like you know uh everyone's head was exploding and i feel like hers was probably the first one that should have exploded mm. and like her friend died but she didn't did yeah the and then like e- even before the reveal like what you said lucas kind of stuck with me i'm like you know what? He's right. Like, yeah, I, was, I think she's in on this somehow. I was but. so sold on the the Edgar or uh, leader of the Church of Collective thing, right? And like, then they had a scene together mm-hmm. where like those papers kind of whisked, and I was like, oh, like here we go. It's like a preview that like he's the head exploder. But that was because A Train was running into the closet, right? And yep. I didn't realize that yeah. little detail until after Edgar's head, or not Edgar, the leader of the church's head exploded. And I was like, wait, what were the papers? <gasps> that was A-Train. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, shit. He was going to spy. That was perfect. Oh. So it was it worked as like a double-edged mislead. And then and then him sipping the fresca, I thought for sure he was going to like crush the can with his head or something. And that, that was how the season was going to end. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> his head got nope. crushed, actually. Yeah. yeah. Something <laughs> got crushed in that scene. And they were, I feel like they were, because he was staring at the can and shit. I thought for sure they were setting that up perfectly. Right. And, and then they just totally went the other way. Uh, Too good. I will say that the uh, the fact that it's not him makes like the connection between Vought and this cult a little more tenuous than what it was kind of set up as. Uh, but mm-hmm. then yeah, the twist is good enough that it's not, it's not the big deal to me. Um, yeah very twisty there was this so like someone went back and looked at the scene where uh newman's aide died she literally like (laughs) she's being helped out by mallory and she deliberately like turns around first and then her aide's head explodes and then she starts freaking out and like yeah in hindsight like why would she turn around in that situation she's being rushed out of the courtroom (laughs) like and she decides to turn around and kill her aide specifically (laughs) Like she's on some diabolical shit. Mm. Oh my god, it was too good. Um, now Huey's gonna be her aide. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that that, that seems like the direction this is going in. Uh, so, I, and of course, it does make perfect sense now that Vod absolutely would just put people loyal to them with uh, fucking assassin superpowers in positions of power. That yeah, yeah that tracks. Well, and, uh, yeah, it's yet to be seen, but it does seem like a controlled opposition type thing, right? Like, right. They, they, they can put a leash on uh, someone that appears to be the only person fighting back against them. Then that is, that's how you do it. Right. Well, oh, yeah, this is how we keep, this is how we keep it to them only fining us hundreds of millions of dollars and not exactly. shutting down a company. Yeah. Exactly. If we, if we can keep the hounds... Uh, not toothless, but also not like ripping our throats out. Then, it's perfect. Like that's that's how you hide in plain sight, basically. Mm-hmm. So I good. Saw, I saw good something uh, from Kripke, the guy who like is running the show, and he's like, "Yeah, no, like we've been trying to drop hints about uh, Newman being the head popper mm-hmm. when when uh, Reina's head blows up, and then like yep. later, French is like." 
who was it? Or like, do, do you know anyone who could do this? Like, who is it? It just immediately cuts yeah. to like a reverse of her face. The next scene is Newman. Yeah, yeah. I know that that was but definitely like, a hint. You as the viewer wouldn't really be able to put that together other than it just being a cut. Right. Yep. I mean, but that is like a subconscious thing sometimes. Like yeah. filmmakers absolutely do that to like get that image in your head, even if they're not trying to get you to like realize it. Mm-hmm. They just want like you to associate the scene of you know the head popper with the character by by doing uh like cross scene continuity so yeah like basically they want to plant the seed so when the reveal comes it can be like an even bigger like mind blown because somewhere in your brain you were a little suspicious Mm -hmm. so that makes it all the better oh so fucking good yeah how do you learn you can make people's heads explode (laughs) <laughs> how does that superpower develop probably uh <laughs> not very cleanly let's just say especially because it seems like it's motivated by like hate in children like that's the way that they're able to like first activate before they can like truly learn how to control it so yeah she was probably denied something by a babysitter or something and then <laughs> Didn't go over well. Um, yeah, all right, that's a good transition. Uh, Ryan can use his superpowers, but um, mm, didn't didn't work out exactly as you had hoped first time around. Yeah, I wonder. Like people are now theorizing whether he's like a stronger version of Homelander, or if it's just like pure like he was uncontrolled, like he doesn't know. Right. Because like the beam that he shot was definitely bigger than anything homelander's ever done on the show like Mm -hmm. and and people are talking about maybe it's just like a difference in style because homelander was like basically raised to be like a weapon by scientists it makes sense that he would be like as precise as possible right and like maybe his because he wasn't raised that way he was raised to kind of more like express himself and like be unique like that Mm -hmm. would lead to just a more like completely uncontrolled massive fucking laser beam it, yeah, Ho- Homelander is a sniper rifle, and uh, Ryan is a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and people were like theorizing based on the burn patterns on Stormfront, like she lost her arm that she was choking Becca with. So like in theory, he went for the arm first, and then realized it was too close to his mom, and like averted his eyes, and that's what cut off her legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like then the whole rest of her body got burned because of the intensity of the laser and shit. So like. Yeah, people, there's, there's a lot of fucking theorizing going on right now. People are uh, uh, completely up in arms. It's but insane. Then, I, it was kind of my impression that Ryan had also somehow it, it caused that cut on Becca's neck that she bled out from. Was like, mm, I, I wasn't entirely sure how that happened. I was a little confused by that. Well, I think I wonder... that's part of the laser beam, right? Oh. Like, because because like people are theorizing because he went for her arm first, and okay. then it was like too close. You know, like where he, where he cut it off, that would be too close and it would, you know, cause like some sort of cut. Like he, he started too close and then moved quickly when he realized that he was like cutting his mom a little bit. Yeah, he, he may have like blown her hand off or exactly. something yeah. first and then, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Regardless, Becca is dead, which is fucking with Billy a lot. And Ryan is now in FBI custody. CIA custody. CIA. Well, mm. not that it really matters, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like the idea that they were raising Ryan not just to like you know have another Homelander, but like specifically so that if one day Homelander got out of control, they'd have 
another one to kill him mm-hmm. is i don't know like kind of i don't know that was, that was another part of edgar's motivation that i liked yeah it makes like, sense. yeah i know i'm trying to keep contingency after contingency it totally makes sense and tracks with this character so god damn dude fucking the vot the poor vot soldiers i was like <laughs> they, when they burst into the house i was like ooh, that's not gonna go well for you guys hey did you find the kid yet butcher <laughs> and he was like well makes excuse me what the fuck <laughs> god damn it dude and I, and I knew that the fucking planet Vought shit was going to go so poorly. I was like, yeah. God, they're so bad at, like, being parents. But, like, oh, they're really trying, you know? Like, he liked it for, like, the first ten seconds. And I was like, no, this is going to go terribly. Mm. Come on, man. Oh, But then, it, but then once again, it showed that side of Homelander. Like, he, he reacted pretty quickly to, like, oh, shit. Oh, no, sorry, bud. Like, oh, yeah, no. Like, this is a terrible idea. Hold on. Let me fix this. Like... It's, it's that side. Like, if Homelander was, like, the true, just 100% bona fide psychopath, yeah, he would have taken pictures for, like, the next half hour while Ryan had a panic attack. Like, there's there's there's, there's that part of him, it's for sure. And I don't think it's done. I don't I don't think that, that storyline, story arc is over now. Mm-hmm. So, god damn, dude. I, it just now occurs to me that we never talked about the cold open for this episode, which was really good. I'm trying to remember the. I don't even know if I do remember it. Yeah. Uh, the classroom, like there's a super terrorist. Attack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> everybody, yeah. get behind, lock the door. Uh, let the teacher <laughs> grab gun. their gun. <laughs> and all the kids armed with like flagpoles and like uh, three hole punchers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that reminded me of um, uh, Spider-Man. Was it Far From Home or was it Homecoming? I think Homecoming, right, was the one where, like, Hannibal Burris was the gym teacher doing, like, PSAs with Captain America. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this guy's, like, a criminal now? I don't know. Yeah, like, like, isn't this guy a war criminal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that, that um, is absolutely what that reminded me of. Like, it's such a perfect, like, school shooter drill uh, parallel. Mm-hmm. And then when they kept talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, we got to protect the country, like, clearly with, like, racist motivations you know, because of Stormfront and all that shit. And they're like, we got to go get this Compound V into, like, cops and the mm-hmm. Border Patrol. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Literally the superhero Nazi army. Yeah. Yep. No, we knew exactly what the, where that was going. So that was that was appreciated. That was very, like, telling in the uh, modern times. It made like, total who sense. who wants to kill brown people with superpowers? <laughs> yep. Cops. Cops and Border Patrol agents. You kind of nail it. That's for sure. So, no, that was that was really good. And I like how they acknowledged that, like, there were no known super terrorists on U.S. soil. Like, they were mm-hmm. literally making up the threat. Like, very, like, it, it reminded me of, yeah, like, the Bush administration and WMDs and everything. So, that was pretty great. I appreciate the subtle hint that the politicians in this, they're very much dealing with, like, a Republican administration. And that, that was nice. Yeah, That's because the sec def was like, I'll just go to Fox. Like, that did, was great because yeah. blackmail didn't work for once. Mm. Oh my God, I was so Dan's happy. like, what, what are you going to do? Say you found a video of me fucking my babysitter? Yeah. Who I don't care. Yeah, dude, get me out of this fucking shithole. Like, <laughs> I, I will make so much money if I can just leave. <laughs> I don't know if Donald Trump is supposed to be the president in this universe as well, but like... I don't think so. I think... I, I think he, if but anything, he did make the clone. comment about the president of like, yeah, no, he doesn't want to see you. He said something about you being off-putting. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm assuming it, it might be like a little... A clone, basically, like similar to an AOC type situation. But yeah, for de- definitely it's yeah more of like I, it, a conservative... 
uh, administration. I'm, I'm getting kind of Bush vibes. I'm getting like, yeah, that's wh- fair. there are so many 9-11 parallels in this also that, yeah. There are a lot. Um, yeah, goddamn, dude. What else? Uh, the, oh, Deep saying fuck Fresca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even laugh when you said we were all space boars. <laughs> and deep, then a- deep, deep switching back out. and forth so quickly. Like, just like, wait, you did that? Fuck it. Wait, no, fuck him. I had nothing to do with that. And then like, hey, man, you're in. Woo, that's so cool. And then like, oh, wait, I'm out? Like, wait, fuck this. Like, fuck you. Like, a- A-Turn's like, I'm in? Woo, peace out, bitches. Fuck you. <laughs> just leaving. <laughs> That was so perfect, dude. I kind of like A Train. I can't help it, man. Oh yeah, he, he when he popped into the car with the hey shit, bird. that was so great, was so good, dude. That was one of that was one of the, like the little moments, like like it, we talk about like Black Noir playing the piano and shit, like because he kept fucking looking at Annie, and that always gives me anxiety when they do that in TVs and movies that they're just gonna get in a car accident, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like when a sudden sound happened, I was like, oh shit, they're about to get in a car accident, and no, it's just A Train literally in the back seat, like he teleported. <laughs> It was so perfect. Hey, shitbirds! He was so happy. Like, all right, let's take like, down this Nazi. Have you been following us? No, like I just I've been looking. I, I cover the whole city in like three hours. Yeah, dude, I run. I'm very fast. You don't understand this about me. You keep forgetting. I, it, and she's like, "Yeah, fuck that Nazi bitch." Like, I don't like you guys, but she's a Nazi, so yeah. do your Which, thing. Again, perfectly aligned. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he totally. And, and it's the same thing with like all sorts of people where they're just like, "Yeah, you know what?" Like. It's uneasy, but, like, I think we can all unite and say fuck Nazis, right? Like, <laughs> hey, fuck you guys, but our interests align right now. Let's let's do this. Um, <laughs> and not even right now, apparently, uh-huh. like, for, like, fucking Annie's going to be in the seven again? Jesus Christ, how the fuck is that going to work? <laughs> uh, not well. <laughs> right? Like, how in the world does that work? That, that's going to be insane. Like, I, the most uneasy alliance of all time. I, it... Homelander's gonna snap next season. Like that's finally yeah. gonna happen. Just speaking of the on top of the tower. Yeah, that end scene was from season one, and Amazon made them pull it, and they reinserted it like with Amazon's permission at the end of this season. And I mm. thought it fit perfectly. <laughs> oh, okay, like as a as a wrap up to his character at the end of the season, where you're just like, yeah, he's he's getting more and more. I it like eroded away. That's basically like the White Walkers of this show, right? Like. <laughs> We all know is, that the threat is coming eventually, and it's basically going to be unstoppable. So, mm-hmm. like, when is he going to snap and yeah. kill everybody? It's yeah. not. It's not a if. It's a when. Like, mm-hmm. it's the biggest Chekhov's gun of all time. Like, and like they, you know, he had his like little moments of humanity throughout the show, like with Ryan, and then like the one thing that was kind of like holding him into like being a regular person is now gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, two things, yeah, Stormfront too. Like, at least oh yeah, also he had some sort of fucking uh, relationship, even if it was the weirdest, I, it... <laughs> most toxic. Like she's into him because he's blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Um, too good. Otherwise, you know, with the exception of Billy, otherwise every member of the boys in a pretty good place by the end of this. And yeah, you know what? Even well, I thought. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, and you know, I'd even make the point that, like, hey, Billy, at the very least, he's not. He he can no longer endanger other people because of what his shit is. Like, he has to move past that. Finally, he's forced to. So that's that's something that I imagine will be uh, examined next season. But yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just saying, like, the ending felt way too happy for me right? until the Newman, like, reveal. Because I was literally just like, wait, everyone's getting a happy ending, basically. Like, what? This is this is weird. This feels like a show that's not sure if they're coming back for season three. But meanwhile, they're already renewed. Like, right. what's going on? And then they uh, pulled, pulled a little twisty. Ooh, that's twisty. Twisty. Like it. So, yeah, that was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And, and it was nice. Like, I don't know. Mother's Milk is just the fucking best. Mm-hmm. Like, he is. When, when he got to see his daughter, I, I I felt something. feel like you gotta feel something if you're not a monster to that. Like, <laughs> he's legitimately just a really fucking good person. <laughs> and when, when even he was like, when they were about to, you know, just gear up to kill every superhero. And he was kind of like, ah, you know, <laughs> like, this isn't usually my vibe, but... I think we're out of options, man. Like, he's like, mother's, mother's milk, come on. Like, <laughs> you're reasonable. He's like, hey, man, dude, they just, like, attacked the country. <laughs> like, I, we, we got to go do this. Yeah. It was so good. Ah, uh, god damn it. Yeah. And Frenchie and Kimiko are going dancing. Oh, good for them. And fucking, yeah, Huey, Huey and Starlight are finally a fucking item. God damn it! And I, when he when he did that fucking bullshit, like I need to need to go off on my own for a bit. I was like, you motherfuckers! Like, don't you pull this will they won't they bullshit right? again? But this time on the reverse, ooh trope. And then no, they totally like again <laughs> set up the expectation that they were going to use a shitty trope, and then went like, no fuck you, that's stupid. Like, oh no, I'm not. Why in the yet. world would Huey? Yeah, why in the world would Huey ever turn down Annie? Like. She's way out of his league and mm. way too good for him. Like, of course he's gonna be fine with that. Um, so that was pretty great. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think we hit all the big beats. Is there? Is there anything else? Lick my big black balls, butcher. <laughs> <laughs> that was why, why? Why is she laughing? She says she's going to stick her boot right up your kitty. <laughs> Which, uh, I, that that one was a little like, okay, suspend disbelief. Because, ah. like, earlier he could only pick out, like, one or two words of a sentence, but now he knows. <laughs> ah! I take it back. He, uh, he might know some of those words more <laughs> than others <laughs> for very specific reasons. You know what? Oh. I've talked myself out of that criticism. He might understand that sentence more than others mm. because of obvious reasons. <laughs> ah. Ah, uh, hey. good for that. Good for Kimiko him moving past his relationship with Shuri. That was not good. That was not good for Frenchie. Yeah, him and Shuri were, were mm. definitely a little interesting. <laughs> you guys, this is getting you a little enabling. Like, mm. yeah, I don't know, man. You guys are really, really drug usery right now. <laughs> oh, what else? Billy was gonna try to kill Ryan. There you go. And oh, until, think- until he got like a second to clear his head when Homelander landed, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Wait, that's someone I hate even more." Like, right. And oh shit, wait, I need to reorient myself. Like, he he was absolutely gonna try. I don't know if he would have succeeded. I, so, I, I I wonder how much of a relationship Ryan and Butcher are going to have in season three. To me, it very much seemed like he was passing Ryan off to the feds. Yeah. But I, it, I'm not sure. And, I mean, he had a valid point of, hey, I should not be anywhere near children. I am not a father figure. Yeah. No, I think, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, he passed him off. But, like, we, we saw the side of Butcher that, like, yeah, he's an absolute deranged, maniacal man bent on revenge. But, like, like us all, sometimes we just need, like, one second 
to reorient everything and Homelander landing gave him that exact second of like, wait, shit, like, what mm-hmm. am I doing, you know? Like, he, he clearly meant no harm uh, and made a gargantuan mistake. And honestly, it's probably suicide if I even try anything. So, <laughs> like, yeah, let me let me take a breath here. So, god damn it. Yeah. Dude, I fucking hate Annie's mom. How about that? Okay, yeah, yeah that's fair. She's the worst. I, mm. She was she was still fucking shit talking Huey after Huey rescued them both from the goddamn tower. Like he went into the belly of the beast and saved her. Like and he's She's still like, really? like the that guy? guy with the moist handshake? Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what the hell? Such a piece of shit. Man. I don't know. Mm. I, oh, I I hate her. I can't feel like her. we're not going to see much more of her going forward. Kind of feels like her role hopefully. Has been. Um oh, to the f- weird scene where they were in Maeve's house or apartment and she was just calling Huey a twink a bunch. <laughs> that was yeah, that was weird. She's like, "Shut the fuck up. I'm not talking to you." <laughs> she doesn't have respect for him. That's fair. He, he, he like she still has latent feelings towards like what he's been doing to the organization that she's been a part of for presumably most of her life, like Definitely, because she, when she said, like, so this is the guy, like, she's seen all the pictures and everything like that, she knows he's literally, like, one of the public enemy number ones for uh, everyone that she's ever known. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of that. But, god damn, dude. Mm. Oh, Stormfront got turned into Gus Fring. That's a Breaking Bad spoiler, but there Ooh. you go. Oh, yeah. Huh. Very similar. <laughs> got burned. and And she was even, like, you know, like quote-unquote fine for a little bit like kind of talking and speaking just like Gus Fring's ending so yeah god damn dude Stan Edgar turning down Fresca <laughs> he's like, <laughs> just oh, like that's oh, awful. That, shit, that shit fucking sucks bro like <laughs> also the Fresca I think was just a total mislead right right like, yeah absolutely no, it has nothing to do with anything it was just they like Fresca in that cult that would... it's like look at this hand look at this hand not yeah. the other hand that's going to pop your head off yeah exactly and that's why I thought for sure he was gonna like crush the can or something and it was like Fresca gives him his power like not product placement not mind control ju- uh, no just product placement not yeah, mind control say, juice <laughs> Definitely product placement, yeah. like 100% product placement, we can now say. Well, we can't have them drink exactly Kool-Aid, so Fresco's a close second. <laughs> Fresco's pretty close. <laughs> it's just shitty, less sugar Kool-Aid. Mm. Oh my goodness, man. So good. I cannot believe it. And I don't think I'm ever going to get over the girls get it done scene. <laughs> that shit is legitimately just so perfect. Mm. But yo, know, I don't know. What do you guys like? What what's what's Newman's uh, motivation for herself? Like in theory, she's not like completely a vought just fucking worker bee, right? Like I would hope. I, I feel like she's got to have some sort of agency. So like, what what's her thing? What the fuck? You know? I mean, like, like for all we know that for all we know, she actually isn't aligned with Vought. Yeah. No. That, exactly. Like that's that it totally could part it could it. be like just a revenge thing that we don't know about. Like there, I don't know. I feel like we haven't really gotten any sort of inkling as to what her motivation is. Yeah. it's But, like, she killed Rainer. She killed a bunch of people that were going to testify there. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. Ra- just various people. Like, Rainer, Rainer was talking about how it was a coup. And some people, like, it sounded like, you know, they were referring to Vought. But maybe she was referring to the U.S. government, you know, and, like, how she was aware 
of Newman, or like at least knew that Newman was like a mole and not necessarily knew that she could explode heads, like right, <laughs> and then got her head exploded. Um, I mean, what, why'd she kill the Church of the Collective guy? Like, in theory, there was a lot of because there was a lot of dirt on soups, and she doesn't want that dirt to come out. I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. I, th- I think it may have just been like cutting loose ends, yeah, like because he knew about her. Well, like. Yeah, the information about Stormfront getting like that that came out of the church. Granted, that was because of their own incompetence, but it is like, okay, these guys aren't useful to us anymore. We gotta we gotta take care of this. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh yeah, one la- one last Reddit comment. Uh, oh. Fucking the, the a show called The Boys did more for like female empowerment than Marvel ever did. <laughs> 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 it is perfectly ironic. You know, if Black Widow hadn't gotten delayed, but no, oh yeah, that would have done it. Black Widow yeah. would have taken them right over the top. Yeah. Yeah. And and that uh, woman that rides a Pegasus from Thor, Valkyrie. Hey, Charlotte don't you Hale shit talk Westworld. Tessa Thompson? Yeah, Tessa Thompson. <laughs> yeah, that's that's female empowerment that yeah is really needed. Mm. Totally not ham fisted and shitty. Ah, so good, dude. I uh, so good. I'm still I'm still riding the high. I think it was perfect that I watched it literally leading into this. Fucking right. Um the only thing that's a bummer for me is that we have to be at least 2 years out from season 3, right? I can I cannot imagine what their production looks like right now amid COVID. People are people are in production right now. Uh, I mean, a lot of show most shows are in production right now like okay. with very stringent guidelines and it's Definitely, like, more expensive and more difficult to create, but, like, The Boys is definitely a massive success for Amazon, and they will allocate as many resources as are needed mm. to get it done. So, who knows, man? I mean, season one and season two were only a year apart. Yeah. Like, props to them. They, who knows? Banging it out. It might, it might be more like a year and a half, who knows, but for now, damn. Well, I'm glad that you guys took a chance. <laughs> <laughs> on on the boys <laughs> you talked us I, into I, it i hope it was worth it it's it's just really fucking good man they're nailing it mm. so speaking of things that uh involve killing nazis lucas why don't you take us into the video games section of news of the week news of the week going back uh Microsoft is wasting no time cashing in on their Bethesda investment as Wolfenstein, Prey, and Dishonored collections are coming to the Series S and X. Well, still hate saying that. <laughs> hate it. It's actually X and S. X. Extra small. The, the, the Series X's. Ugh, phonetics. No, I don't even know. Would it, or just be the Series's. The Series's. The, ser- the series with an apostrophe and no. following. <laughs> That's improper grammar. I fucking hate when people do that. You add an apostrophe s if it's a single play if it's a it's, if it's a singular noun, it's, and like people do it all the time for people's names that end in s, like Charles, and then they just put an apostrophe. No, it's Charles's. Like that's the grammatically correct way to do it. That's only for plural things when you do an apostrophe after it. God damn it. Ryan, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but I often just do Lucas apostrophe. You're wrong. I, I hope I you enjoy being wrong. <laughs> I don't I don't think that I don't think necessarily he is, because I think that you pronounce it still with the E S. 
No, but I when you oh, write yeah, it down, yeah. I don't think that you I write you. apostrophe s. I think it's just an apostrophe. Hmm. <laughs> Where can we find this out? Dare Fuck challenge news of the me. week. Singular noun ending in s possessive. Use an apostrophe after the s at the end of a plural noun to show possession. Yep. It is not necessary to add another s. Yeah, for a plural noun. That's what I was saying. A singular noun, you do need to add another S. So if you would be... Mm, so would it be appropriate then if you're saying like, hey, a group of deer own this thing, would that just be deer with an apostrophe? <laughs> Groups of deer don't generally own things. Well. <laughs> but yeah, no, it would be because, I mean, there's no S at the end. Oh. Huh. Right. It's, it's only for S things. Like if you if you, it was a murder of crows, it would be that murder's things hmm. no lucas is right um in the example that they have written here they're talking about the like a singular possessive and it's this and it's smiths smiths spelled just s apostrophe no Wait, no second s their name is smiths or it's a group uh, of blacksmiths Oh, wait, I think I have this backwards. Yeah, you do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when it's a plural noun that ends in an S, yeah, it's just an apostrophe. When it's a singular noun that ends in an S, it's still apostrophe mm. S. I don't That's like That's what this. I've been saying this whole time. Yeah, I know, because you've been you've learned wrong, apparently, and think, so has the rest of America. I think that no, they've, I think they've develop, developed this language incorrect. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, no, the language is shitty. I'm just, I'm literally the bearer of bad mm. news that everyone well, is wrong. Like, I'm not going to change because I'm just going to, I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm going to be the change that I want to see in the world. Why do you want to see that? It's less precise. It, it's it's more precise. No, it's not. It's more precise to like keep the apostrophe S after singular nouns that end in S because then it shows you that it's a singular noun. Versus a plural. Like, an ex a perfect example is smiths. Like, if you're talking about, like, a blacksmith's, a group of blacksmith's hammers, like, yeah, it would be smiths apostrophe. But if it was a family whose last name was Smith, that's actually not a great one, but <laughs> basically that. Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Or their last name was Smiths, sorry. Hmm. For some reason, they had an S at the end of their last name, then it would be apostrophe S. If it was Richard Smith's uh, mm. fucking hammer. Yeah. Ryan, I would yeah. call... It's less, it's less precise. I would call you a no. grammar Nazi, but I don't want you to get I'm beaten not. up by Maeve, Annie, and Kimiko. Unless you'd be into that. I'm not generally a grammar Nazi. Okay. I, 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 we've had discussions about this in the past where I talk about, like, we talk about literally and, like, the meaning of words and how, like, mm. language shifts. And I'm fine with that. And I feel like some people aren't. Like, they're like, no, I hate that... This thing now means it's opposite. And I'm like, well, that's but the apostrophe. Use context okay. clues. But like, yeah, the apostrophe thing, like it, it's for me, like the Oxford comma and other things that like mm -hmm. they make language less precise. Like it's a it can be a problem. It can introduce like genuine misunderstandings that you can't even use context to properly unravel. Wait, hold on. So, this, like, that's when I have a problem with it. This is one I actually care about. Ron, are you pro or against the Oxford comma? Oh, it's super pro. -oxygen. Oh, thank God. Okay. There's only one answer. Okay. It's absolutely necessary. People that don't use it are being less precise and mm. creating misunderstandings uh, without knowing it. Friendship intact. Um, yep. <laughs> Lucas and I had talked about the Oxford comma not that long ago, and I had always used the Oxford comma growing up and in high school, and then like in college, I had professors that like bullied me out of using the Oxford comma. Yeah, I'd say fuck there them. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, I and I, I stopped using it for a while, and I only yeah. recently started using it again. I would I would pull up a list of examples of where the Oxford comma is necessary in order to properly convey the meaning of the sentence, because there's a ton of them. Like, if, if you use and with no comma before it, it can mean something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it can really fuck everything up. So I would literally just send them a massive list of examples for when it's necessary. Because there's no reason not to other than not to just hit the comma button. Like, other than to not type a comma, that's the only reason not to use it. Like, so are you just being lazy? (laughs) I don't know what to say to you. Calling them out. I had that at work, too. Like, I've written out work emails, and then someone, like, gave me a little ribbing for it. And I was just like, no, I refuse to not use the Oxford comma. And I didn't didn't launch into this long diatribe, because, like, yeah, that's... No, no, I get it. Politics and shit. I get it, man. But I absolutely was like, no, I refuse to stop using it. Like, you can't tell me otherwise in like a joking manner, but they didn't realize how seriously I took it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, oh God, that is such a mood. That is such a professional (laughs) mood. Right? You're like kind of goofing around, but like under the surface, you're absolutely not goofing around in any way. (laughs) Like, just like, oh, like they're like, oh, I see you used a comma. Are you a big Oxford comma supporter? And I'm like, why are you not? And they're like, no, I would never. And I'm just like, huh, well, you can't convince me otherwise. And meanwhile, I'm just like flipping them the bird the whole time in my head. Just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough about Xbox. Um, the extremely popular anime tilted Breath of the Wild clone Genshin Impact is censoring the words Taiwan and Hong Kong in their games chat because it was made by a dev team in China. Did you Am say tilted? Something? What? Yeah, he did say tilted, but you meant titled, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. No, no, it's like anime anime styled, anime colored by anime influences, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wait, titled or tilted? What did you actually mean? Tilted. Because you wrote oh, titled. You oh. did write titled. Sorry. Oh, that's my <laughs> that bad. That was the issue. I, um, I was, Sorry, I was just confused. Well, well, how's this a Breath of the Wild clone? I'm laughing. If you look at, at it, it looks like Breath of the Wild. It's, it's Oh, wait, so you mean it's cel-shaded? No, it... I, pull, Google Genshin Impact. All right. I mean, is it like third person? Yep. Go to images. Going to images. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. like, the, the art style looks very yeah. similar. No, I, see, I get it. Mm-hmm. Originally, I was like, there's no way this anime game is like a Breath of the Wild clone. And then I'm looking at some of the screenshots, and yeah, no, yeah they're, it... they're clearly biting off that <laughs> art style. Yeah. You're... There's even a scene where she's shooting a flaming bow, and it's got like a mini map in the upper left. And yeah, it looks exactly like if someone did a anime mod into Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the here's the UI. It You're right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're, 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 you're totally right. I'm sorry for doubting you. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, no, I was genuinely like, all right, this is a stretch, really. Because I saw the cover art. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the, the actual gameplay. And I was like, really? It, that game is going to be a Breath of the Wild clone? It, um, That's fair. Yeah, the game has also received, and this came out after I titled, uh, put this entry in, but it's also received some criticism because they're, yeah, ripping off a lot of animation and other stuff that's like... Not just Breath of the Wild from other video games, and it's it's a little sketch. It's a little. Mm, did, is this an homage, or did you just pull one for one this animation from a different source? And that's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, not not as weird as erasure in the most literal sense, but not great. Yeah, there's apparently a lot of things that are censored, though. It's kind of feels very, I guess, China. 
Yeah. Like, they said words like words and enemies are getting asterisk. Mm. What? Like, enemies in a game about <laughs> fighting <Fighting>? enemies? <laughs> like, yeah. So, it definitely uh, went a little far there. And also creepily uh, pro-China, obviously. Yeah. Which I guess it says it's a mainland China-based developer, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then last in video game news, Microsoft tries to throw shade on Sony for the PS5's adjustable stand, and this is so bad it has to delete the tweet. So I'm really sad that I didn't see it, because I kept waiting for the, you know, the eight years in the making clapback to the, you know, yeah. Sony video. How, how do you share games on PlayStation versus, yeah. like, on Xbox? And I I feel like this was supposed to be the same vibe, but I never saw it, so I'm mad. Because, mm. I mean, like, you, did you guys see the PlayStation 5 strip down? I did, yeah. Which, which PlayStation 5 big, breaking yeah. news, PlayStation <laughs> 5 big. Um, the one, like, one of the cool things is that, and everyone's saying this, a thousand percent there's going to be a bunch of, like, both first party and bootleg like side panel covers that you can get because like you can just straight up remove those like white curvy sections on the side so people are going to do some crazy cool shit with that ahigo panels here we go oh um but then yeah like he's like here's how you put the put it on the stand because you can't even just have it vertical not on the stand it has to be on the stand both straight up and on its side Mm -hmm. and if you transition it from being on the stand vertical to horizontal, you have to like unscrew a screw from the bottom, open up a compartment in the base, put the screw in there, remove a stud, put the stud where the screw was, close it all, and then like change the position of the uh, stand and then like hook the PlayStation into it on its side, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, there's two steps instead of one, I guess, whatever, but... A lot of people made fun of that. And then Microsoft, I guess, was like, here's how you turn an Xbox on its side. And then I imagine someone just, like, kicked it over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That video also inspired the headcanon uh, in me that all Sony devs now have to be able to strip down and then reassemble a PlayStation 5 in under two minutes. Blindfolded? Yes. And, like, they're back-to-back, and whoever gets last is shot. (laughs) This is my console. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> God damn it. All right, that's everything for gaming news. Anything in TV, film, or other that we, that we haven't covered in the quarantine cast already? No, I don't think so. All right, do we have any memes? Oh, then we are going so, no. to the breakouts. Andrew, what, 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 what's going on in Madden? I've, I've done something very unorthodox. I'm listening. Um, so I, I went 16 and 0 in Madden. <laughs> Nin- well, 19 and 0, right? Nin- 19 and 0. Yeah, I, I won the Super Bowl. Um, it was, it was a very fun time. Uh, so I had the team that I had. I made a couple of acquisitions throughout the season in order to like build some of the deficient or like build up some of the deficiencies that I had. So I traded for Dallas Goddard from the Eagles and he 
eventually developed a superstar X Factor for me. So that was pretty fucking cool. Kenny Clark became a god. Uh, I think Zadarius Smith broke the record for sacks. <laughs> it was just Were you insane. Using Zadarius Smith? Uh, no, I, I kept switching off along the line and linebackers and safeties and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Um, one of my so like I I think probably my favorite player to play as was Kenny Clark just because I ramped up his strength so much that I could just bulldoze through anybody on the line. I just match him one on one versus a center and then pile drive through him and then yeah so like that that was fun and then I went through the playoffs won the Super Bowl against the Chiefs Uh, my defense was so fucking stacked that I held the Chiefs to six points (laughs) and it's and it's not that I didn't struggle in any of the games there were a couple of games that like I barely came out on top I just happened to win all 16 games um Part of it was that, you know, I, I signed Terrell Suggs, an outside linebacker, and put him in at right interior defensive end and just laid the fucking wood. But uh, the playoffs were super dicey because the last two games in the regular season, one was in Lambeau, one was in Chicago, both outside games, with and it was snowing both times. And because I was obviously the number one seed... Uh, the first two games of the playoffs were also outside in Lambeau and it was snowing. So the last four games that I played before the Super Bowl were cold, snowing. I missed a lot of kicks. Um, Devontae Adams forgot how to catch because it was so cold that he just like could not catch the ball. <laughs> Every time I'd drop back to do play action, uh, Aaron Rodgers would like slip. Like, a lot of guys were fucking up their routes. So, like, it was it was really tough. I beat the Saints in the NFC Championship, like, 10-3. to 3. Um, But then, yeah, just fucking annihilated the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Got Aaron Rodgers his, you know, second Super Bowl, which is great. And then I just blew up my team. <laughs> I just fucking destroyed it. Uh, you know, like, leading up to the draft. I now have... I still have Kenny Clark. I franchise-tagged him. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably going to have to trade him because I have like exactly $1 million in cap space. And so I traded Preston Smith and uh, Rick Wagner, my right tackle, <laughs> to the Patriots for the seventh overall pick. Ooh, um, spicy. Yeah. Uh, I traded Christian Kirksey to the Saints for a third round pick. I traded uh, Oren Burks and um, Kadar Holman to I think the Panthers for a second round pick. Like a lot of a lot of questionable moves by these teams, but I would just look for uh, guys that were on either the last year of their deals or had inflated contracts. Found teams that wanted their position and got as much as I could out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to like work my way up into acquiring some players that uh, have good dev traits that are still on their rookie deals. Been going after a couple dudes on the Ravens and the Chargers and the Panthers, um, but they're very, you know, shocker, very um, s- stringent on trading away their young core. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I now have two first round picks, four second round picks, <laughs> two third round picks, uh, two fourth round picks, a fifth and a seventh round pick. So I. Won the Super Bowl, became what what would go down in history as the most dominant team in football history (laughs) for, you know, thousands of years to come. 
and then just went into full tank mode. <laughs> you would you would think looking at the number of draft picks in my current roster and think that uh, I've spent the last three years trading away all of my assets in order to finally make this year count and start the rebuilding yeah. process. So I have no I have no right tackle. I don't have a single right tackle on my team. You can draft someone. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what I plan on doing. Um, um, if I can give you advice, yeah, I would say, honestly, outside of the first round, it's going to get a little rough. Unless, yeah. unless you scout and find like a fucking gem, you know, like if you're if you're scouting, just you know, maybe you have a good scout or something, and they give you more scouting points, uh, and you find like a ridiculous gem later down in the draft, you should probably try to consolidate those a little more into more so, first rounders. I maxed out one of the the first thing that I did with my coach XP points was max out my scouting potential. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting a lot of scouting points every week. Um, I have found some dudes that appear to be uh, gems. Uh, you know the you know they call them diamonds in the rough in the mm-hmm. drafting process. So like there's a a wide receiver that's being valued as like a fifth round pick that like is you know after my scouting reports in the combine is saying that he has like first round talent yeah um same thing with like a defensive tackle there's a middle linebacker in there there's a right guard uh it's a really really bad class for offensive line which is not mm-hmm. good for me because i have no right tackle and my uh right guard is lucas patrick the other thing about it is um if you do find a diamond in the rough like if the cpu finds them as well they will also reach a little bit so you're gonna have to take them at least probably around early yeah, might, that's might even need to be two. Yeah, that's the plan. So I I have enough picks that like I mean I may I may take that fourth round guy in the back end of the second round because I have four second round picks. Oh yeah, no, that's totally normal. I've I've taken people in the first that are you know valued quote unquote by the game in like the fourth or even fifth sometimes because yeah. it's just like you need to get your guy sometimes and mm. uh, other other teams will. As would happen in real life, like yeah. it's, it's doubtful that only one team discovers like diamond potential in a player and then like gets to take them really late. You know, like most most likely, more than one team is going to stumble on that. So, and I kind of thought about just trading away that you know first or that first round pick that I got from the Patriots, the seventh overall, to try to get like Patrick Queen, who was the defensive rookie of the year. Or, like, Derek Brown, a defensive tackle on the Panthers who's really good like and was a rookie the last year. Uh, they won't take it. Yeah. Like, I, I tried trading Kenny Clark and the seventh overall pick for uh, Patrick Queen from the Ravens, and they wouldn't do it. So That seems like an overpay, though. Yeah, no, it, it, it would have I been. I'm just be happy that the Ravens didn't take that deal. You know, like, a- absolutely. It's just like, I, I was wondering, like, how far would this really go? And That feels like trading away Khalil Mack and being like, who knows? One of these picks could be Khalil Mack. Like, <laughs> you don't trade away people that are 94 because, like, the person you're getting might end up being 94. So. Yeah, no, I was just experimenting. There were a couple of times that, like, I tried trading a player to a team just and you know, like you can see kind of the level of interest in like a progress bar. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh okay, like I'll I'll take uh Oren Burks and like see what the Eagles will give for me and like okay, I'll I'll pick something that, you know, they would never give so I can see the level of interest and then work my way back down from there. It's so mm-hmm. like, okay, Oren Burks, 
uh, to the Eagles. Let's see. Okay, let's try a third-round pick. They never give a third-round pick. Accept it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But I kind of had plans to like put him in other trades, but all right. Third-round picks are not super valuable, honestly. Yeah. Like, all those uh, later rounds, they get pretty iffy. So that, that is the other part of Madden. And some of those diamonds in the rough are like, quote unquote diamonds like they are considered first round talents because maybe they have like star development or something but like they won't be able to play for a while so okay what doesn't doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be like a 78 overall off the rip or something so, so like they might they might come in at 69 but have star development and you know maybe in a few years they'll be like 80 yeah i i feel like this this season for me is going to be a challenge and no it won't i'm okay with that <laughs> unless you up the difficulty like dude pro is just kind of for babies all right fine i'll go to all pro yeah Yeah. at at least i won't stand for this you should probably Um, be on all madden sooner rather than later but yeah all pro is definitely also okay so i madden madden total rookie over here what is what is this mode that you're 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 managing this team on franchise mode franchise mode franchise right how long does franchise mode last I want to say 50 years. Yeah, oh. I think you can do it what is basically in a perpetuity, but yeah, like 50 years. Yeah. Most people don't obviously finish yeah. a franchise. Like okay. So then they're just until you get bored. So then they're generating new new players to. Yeah. Okay. So like the rookie draft class are all like procedurally generated players. Or you players. could import draft classes. Oh. Yeah. So some, some people will like meticulously create players either like players that they want to be in the draft class or just like try to recreate the players that are currently going to be in the 2021 draft and then is there a way to win franchise mode or is it one of those just try to do as best as you can yeah just try to do as best as you can yeah okay there's there's no story continue to manage the team yeah all right cool so yep and when when we both get ps5s that'll be where we're gonna go you can do online with like friends and stuff and be in the same franchise yeah so So, like one of us could be managing one team and the other one could manage a different team in the same league oh so it's like fantasy football but any time of year uh kind of Uh, well i mean you get to play as those players too and stuff yeah oh god it's not just a manager mode Hmm. so that's why andrew went 19 and 0 like it's not like the Ah. packers were an unbeatable behemoth that he crafted by hand it's that he was playing on pro difficulty and Okay. Just curb okay. stomped everyone. I do kind of like that they include the word pro in one of the easier difficulties. Yeah, the second easiest. Mm. Well, to, I mean, pro, in theory, pro in football terms means any professional football player. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like rookie is like the easiest difficulty. So that's that could mean people that are like just signed to be a body at training camp and are almost certainly going to get cut. And then pro means someone that made a 53-man roster. So could yeah, still you're, you're on a football bad. team. Yeah, like could still be like the 52nd guy and like really not good and never going to actually make an impact. And then all pro, yeah, like the, the guys that are super studs, like the, the, the good players that uh, are recognized by the press for their talents. And then all Madden, like the, the legends, mm. the, the once-in-a-generation type players. So The John Madden football players. Yeah. I mean, usually when I play on All Madden, I, I still go. Like, if I actually play the entire game, I'll still go, like, basically 19-0 and 0 and just not lose. Because kind of when you learn that, when you learn how to do the ins and outs, you uh, become kind of unstoppable. But, like, I put restrictions on myself usually. Like, I won't 
I'll either not play defense or I'll only play on crucial downs or like any time I get a two possession lead, I have to simulate until it's a one possession lead again or my team just runs away and we win. Like I'll, I try to like kind of put restrictions on it to make it a little bit more challenging and a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the only other option is to do like quote unquote realistic sliders in addition to all Madden. And that, that can actually like really fuck with the balance of the game. Like just make your running back shitty. Like, <laughs> turn down running back ability to 20% and it's like well now it's not fun to play the game anymore i'm just like actively like tied trying not to, to win yeah. yeah so yeah it can, it's 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 interesting what are you playing know, who oh. knows i haven't played that much of the modern maddens hmm. so maybe maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll step up a little bit be what, a little more difficult what are you playing then ryan or checking out at the moment fall guys yeah season two got a sick ass crown last night oh that was good oh yeah because you hit rank five and because i won hexagon yeah jumpy strat jumpy strat for life that game's still fun i'm a little sad that it's fallen out of popularity but like i mean right. it doesn't impact my ability to enjoy the game hmm. so I, uh, that's that's what I'm checking out mostly, I, video game-wise. On average, it only takes us like three seconds longer to load into a match. That's nothing. That's Yeah, I don't care. As long as the servers are still full. Yeah. And as long as they're not filling them up with like bots and shit, like shitty mobile games that <laughs> to pretend they have a massive player base. <coughs> Fortnite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always shitty mobile games, huh? Uh-huh. God, it was so obvious, too. I remember watching Ian, Jesus, and Michael play it and just like, those guys can't cannot physically hit you like they're only those are either toddlers or bots like they can only face one of eight directions what is going on here yeah yeah they're running at 90 degree angles a lot like this seems suspicious (laughs) cool um and then i'm just gonna say that i am still playing hades and i this game is getting to a dangerous place for me where I'm consistently getting to the final boss every time. I It only takes me about 30 minutes to hit that final boss or basically complete a run in Hades. So this might just be a game that I play for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It's good. Andrew, you buy it yet? No. You should. We talked about this. Andrew will only play it if you buy it for him or let him play your your copy. Uh, hey, you know, why don't maybe I'll buy it if you let me demo it. Okay. I can't just, just take your word for it. I, I I will loan you my Switch to play this game anytime. You come down oh, to you Chicago. You have to loan me the Switch. I can just download it from your account. <laughs> you log you logged yourself into my Switch mm. for this purpose. You also never downloaded The Witcher like I told you to. Because I, I bought it. Too busy playing Hades, man. It. What? You're too busy playing Hades, man. Don't have time for The Witcher. Hmm. Should always make time for The Witcher. I don't know, man. Not really feeling vaguely, vaguely medieval mythology right now. I'm feeling Greek mythology. Hmm. That's fair, man. But Andrew is kind of blackmailing you. Like he's a little bit. <laughs> Unless you do what he wants. There's an element of extortion here, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. What can you do? We can 
I don't know. Is there anything else in the group chat we can talk about? I, was say, I feel like group chat is a uh, boys chat. Right. The last I, few it, weeks. Weird. Weird. That that been a crescendo for the last couple of these, and now it's like, where do we, where do we go? What do I think. I do with my hands. <laughs> uh, you can clap with your hands when we do a clap sync, and then we can move into a wind down post roll type deal. Ooh, that was smooth. Wow, that was actually a pretty good transition for once. Whoa! Wow, oh. way, to, way to take a thing that could have made him feel good and make him feel bad. <laughs> right. Make him feel bad. I complimented him. <laughs> mm. Lucas, you look really nice today. What a Un- unlike change. usual is <laughs> yeah, what no, you just did. No, no, I was more subtle about it. <laughs> wow, I it. Suddenly, I care a lot about Ryan's opinion of me. Like, I. Mm. This was an in joke throughout the podcast. Jesus Christ. I was not trying to, like, poke barbs. All of us do it. Speaking of blah, 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 completely irrelevant thing. I'm probably the most guilty of doing that. <laughs> it's become, like, a joke amongst me. Andrew did it at the top of this podcast. I did. Top, after Boys Talk. Mm. Like, all of us do it. So I'm saying, wow, for once, we collectively. Did a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm defending myself too hard. That, You're that, fine. It makes me feel guilty or look guilty. You're fine. <sighs> killing it. There you go. Killing the game. Speaking of killing it, we killed. Let's kill the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening these last two-ish years. <laughs> Goodbye. I think you meant this episode of the podcast, but okay. Hell of a way to go out. I guess Quarantine Cast is kind of our main brand anyway now. Well, I mean, the boys are done, so. Oh, man. The boys so is the point done. Of living, really? Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, waiting for season three of the boys! We're never going to make it there. What is the meme? It's like a guy with a book, Reasons to Live. Or I think it's Pepe with a book, Reasons to Live. And then he opens it up and, yeah, just boys season three and he just, like, caresses it. <laughs> Um, if you enjoyed this episode, episode 116 of the podcast, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, etc. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. Get updates there. Send an email us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Act Blue link in the description of this episode. Make a donation there and help a collection of great causes. And... We're on Instagram now. Andrew, do you want to tell them about that and why they should check it out? Yeah. On our Instagram, along with our YouTube and Twitter, we've been posting some short highlights of the history of the podcast and quarantine cast. So if you want to get little tidbits of why you should actually listen to this podcast, check us out on social media. Uh, Instagram, you can find us at Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Um, I think that's our handle, actually. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I think yeah, I think it's at Voluntary Viewing Podcast, and then the title is just Voluntary Viewing. I think that's yeah. right. Yes. 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 <laughs> Voluntary Viewing. Um, and then our YouTube channel, uh, Voluntary Viewing Podcast, and then our Twitter handle, at V2 underscore podcast. So yeah, check us out. Yeah. Listen, and guys, I just put the things on the social media. I don't know <laughs> what it is. 
And thank you for checking this out. Hope you have a great weekend. Stay safe. Do something fun. Goodbye.